0: And welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks
1: they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm me, the mononymous Jeff.
2: I'm Louisa Heron. I don't think I've like ever started
1: alliteration. with- I don't think I've ever started with I'm me. That was a little weird. <laughs> That's good. I've, I do, it's
0: Self-actualization, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot of that on uh, road signs, like uh, stay in lane, stay awake, buckle seat belt. What? Is that self-actualization? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to re- hmm I've those- tried to stall to remember the actual sign I saw that felt that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. What about all those signs that are
0: like, what are you doing with your life, and then you realize it's a Jesus thing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I saw- what about the ones that are for tourism that are like, I'm Philadelphia, and it's just some guy on the sign, and you're like, that's me, I'm Philadelphia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh- Is
2: the picture actually of you in this scenario, Louisa? <laughs> Maybe the Twilight Zone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I yeah. saw one yesterday that was I discovered an advertisement for the dating app Hinge and it made me mm-hmm. so confused because I could only see the top half and it said mm-hmm. uh if the stars align, wipe us out. Yeah. Which which I is intentionally provocative, but the idea mm-hmm. being if if you get lucky and meet yeah. someone, delete this app, but they worded oh, like it in such it. a way to make it seem like uh this is an advertisement for Cthulhu.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, when you could only see the top half, what if you end up dating a mermaid? Ooh. I thought you were
1: going to say,
0: if you could only see the ho- top half, you thought it was an ad for a program called uh, Lino. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Pretty good, pretty good mm. typography jokes. <laughs> it's a type ofography joke, for sure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> I love how
1: mad I made.
2: It. <laughs> I'm so tired of yeah. <laughs> life
1: yeah. no my favorite sign is the one on the way over the GWB the George Washington oh. Bridge that says no trucks Tony and all trucks Tony <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good you have to take the top if you want, are driving a truck to New
2: York but the spacing makes it look like it says all trucks Tony mhm Wait, the trucks have to go over the top bridge, but then if the bridge collapses, they'll kill all the people in the bottom bridge. Yeah, but they yeah, can't—they don't fit want to hit the top one. of
0: it yeah. against the. Surely bottom Surely
2: they of should be on the bottom bridge, and then if that cracks, they just fall into the water <laughs> harmlessly, and no one's hurt. <laughs> they would have to lower the bottom
1: bridge, though. Yeah. To accommodate yeah. how big trucks are.
2: It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trucks are too big. You're right.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. You got it. <laughs>
0: I do think it's so annoying how often you see those bridges that have a thing that say, like, you know, max height 10 feet or whatever, that have big old chunks chipped out of them because some fucking (laughs) idiot truck driver is like, I'm probably under 10 feet. (laughs) Fucking know how tall your truck is, idiot!
2: Yeah, (sighs) I think the problem is, like, if you drive someone else's car and the Mm. gas cap is on the opposite side and you really fuck up at the gas station, like, there's a chance you you might be like-
1: yeah, well, have a little about triangle. I have it, yeah. I still mess it up. <laughs> it's on the opposite of what it was from my previous car, and I don't drive that much, so. This is a, yes. this
0: is a thing that I learned because of driving rental cars when I was traveling all the time for work, but every car has a little triangle next to the gas pump icon mm-hmm. pointing one way or the other, and it points to the side of your car that the gas pump... Uh, Port is on.
2: Yes, but the problem is you forget you're driving a rental car or you forget you're driving a truck and you're like, well, that sign doesn't apply to me. Oh no! And then it
1: does. Too late. I ask I, not I, to whom the uh, sign applies to. It applies to thee.
2: <laughs> I know Trucks I've, Tony. I have been the <laughs> whole time. <laughs> I've never once
0: uh, been driving like a big moving truck and not spent the whole time driving it being like, fuck, I'm driving a giant truck. <laughs> fuck, I'm going to kill everyone on this road.
2: Fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. See, you and me, I agree on that, Matt. Yes. But there are people who are just like, oh, let's just see what's on the radio and completely forget what kind of vehicle they're driving. (laughs) I do think
0: it's very funny, the idea that you usually drive a certain route to get to Connecticut or whatever using Mm -hmm. a sedan, and then today you're, oh, I forgot I was driving a 15-foot-tall box truck.
2: Yeah, I could totally see that happening. And I guess I do all the time, because there's YouTube compilations of people doing this. Oh, my God. Do you think that, like... Do you think that the
0: active life of, like, a a rider truck or whatever is, like, six months because people are smashing them into things all the time?
2: I do see a lot of new ones around quite often,
1: I feel like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that it's an average of six months because they all get entered in the destruction derby. Why? Uh, I've decided <laughs> explain, that. Explain uh, yourself, Jeff. No, <laughs> uh, I found the sign that I thought read like a positive affirmation. It said, oh, thank God, do not do not stop, keep moving." Uh,
2: okay, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Yes,
0: yeah, that's good advice for cars and people, and that's rare that one applies to both. Well, I feel like a lot of advice would
1: apply to both. Mm, like yield. Yeah, don't don't hit. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> I've never seen a sign that says don't hit. You didn't say a sign,
0: you said advice. Okay, fair enough, (laughs) I
2: guess. Here comes a joke that's gonna gross Matt out. (laughs) Slippery Uh when wet. Uh, (laughs) Who are you, Bon Jovi? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, what a great (laughs) album title. (laughs) No, it is not anyway I really like that meme where the guy says road work ahead I sure hope it does I like that a lot
1: <laughs> yeah I I pulled that yesterday someone uh, said bath and body works and I said yeah oh, sure yeah. hope it does
2: <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> and they completely ignored that I had said anything at all oh no, of course. Rightful, no rightfully so yes. thank you <laughs> you are
2: correct <laughs> What possible Uh, reaction
0: could there be to that, other than to move on as quickly as possible? uh, For me to be playfully struck or frowned at. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Bath and body work. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that you would want both of them at the same time. I mean, I guess you do want your body to work while you're in the bath, but... Especially. That's how you drown, if it doesn't. You don't want it to perform
1: work, but you do
0: want it to function. Mm Mm-hmm i guess i was thinking about work like that britney spears song mm. yeah you
1: better work bitch yeah you don't yeah. want your body to work bitch while you're in the bath
0: <laughs> jeff would you put that song at the end of the episode please you don't
1: yeah. do that anymore guys <laughs> we don't do that anymore i'm bringing it back
0: lady. <laughs> <baby. laughs> uh
1: matt what'd you do this week
0: uh, well, I, wa- I I have a short one and a longer one. I watched, uh, finally watched the rest of the second season of Only Murders in the Building that I know mm-hmm. Lisa loves. Yes! I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I found the second season to be a little bit less tight than the first season was. Yes, yeah, I did too, honestly, although I still enjoyed it. The, 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 I, I enjoyed it as well, and the twist is very good. Maybe better than the first season's twist. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the stuff at the end, I was like, but then why did this happen? And there's just no answer. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Um, What were you gonna say, Jeff? Oh, I was gonna say, did it, uh, go downhill because they started investigating murders that weren't in the building? (laughs) Not yet, but they're teasing that that's what they're gonna do next season, which is insane. They're gonna be be like, uh, the actual building is, uh, the friends we made along the way, so all of this counts. Yeah. (laughs) I am
0: hoping that the, as they did in the first season, the very end of the last episode shows somebody dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Which
2: is very exciting. That whole
0: last scene, incredible. I mean, it was a little heavy handed, I thought. <laughs> like, I
2: love that about the it. The
0: fact that, uh, very minor spoilers, but the fact that Paul Rudd and Steve Martin were just having a conversation where every line of it was one of them accusing the other one of a capital crime. I was like, "Okay, come on, guys, <laughs> no, I love that." Stop.
2: I think, I think I especially loved it because I got excited that <clears throat> I haven't heard anything about the production of the show. These mm-hmm. two of the three leads are in their seventies, so I thought, well, maybe this is the last season, yeah, because it didn't start with something from next season the way the first season started with something from season two. Right. Mm. So as it's all wrapping up, I'm like, oh, that's a shame it's over. But then it hits in the last scene with so many loose ends that are newly introduced and I'm like, oh my god, a new season! So that might be coloring my perception of it.
0: Yeah, it's cool that there will be a new season. It's cool that Paul Rudd is going to be in it, because he's yeah. great. Um, but it's just the fact that they were like, I know what you did. Oh yeah, well you stay away from her. Okay, well yeah. I'll stay away from her if you don't forget about the time that you did that thing. And it's like, no one talks like this.
2: This is stupid. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I didn't mind that one minute
1: <laughs> I like the idea of leaving your season with your very old lead actors open ended just in case they die. <laughs>
0: Well, they've definitely been picked up for another season. They're they're filming it now, so hopefully everyone will live long enough. To get that. I
1: feel I, um, I feel like they really hedged their bets with Picard. Like they're like, we don't know if we, he'll make it to the end of the first season, so let's like wrap it all up and make it ambiguous. And then
0: <laughs> I do think it's so funny though that in the last episode they're like, "Oh no, you're so old." you know what, we'll make you an immortal old body so you'll
1: never get older than this. (laughs) Yeah, he's like like 150 years old by the end (laughs) of the series, which, yeah. That makes sense. It's the twenty four hundred. I think it's like twenty five oh one or something. So the first episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation
0: has um, Doctor McCoy on it, who in the, that timeline is like one
1: hundred and eighty five.
2: <laughs> like oh, terrible.
1: It. Uh, but they they finally are like okay, season three. We're not going to push our luck anymore. Patrick Stewart is like eighty seven. British mm. people don't make it that long.
0: <laughs> are they less? Is this life expectancy for British people significantly less than other people? Uh,
1: yeah, they're always getting in complicated sword fights for uh, the the uh, heir to the throne type stuff. Yep,
0: they're, all, they're always Speaking having their <laughs> bikini tops accidentally ripped off and then being chased around in fast motion
1: by <laughs> Benny Hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the opposite. Uh, they chase him around for having accidentally torn their bikini tops off, right? Oh, well, both. Well, yeah, okay. Fine. Okay, cool. We about? <laughs> I don't know. What were we talking uh, I about? I will
0: say that n- the next season of Only Murders in the Building cannot possibly have less likable celebrity cameos than this season did. I fucking hate Amy Schumer so much.
2: See, here's the thing. I know that you do, and a lot of people <clears throat> online tell me that they do. And after her episodes came out, she's only in the first, I think, two of the season, everyone was talking about it. Is there a reason to hate her, or do people just hate her?
1: I think just because she's is- kind of annoying.
0: She yeah. is the worst actress. Okay, on a show full of pretty bad actresses, she is so bad at acting. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. So I can dismiss people's concerns then. <laughs> I was afraid that there's something real that had happened, but no. no I no. think people just don't like her, which I I feel completely neutral about her. So, I mean, part of it is that she's like
0: I'm a edgy female comedian so all my stand-up comedy is gonna be talking about
1: man stuff and i'm like ugh,
0: really okay
2: cool. yeah she's- <laughs>
1: yeah she's not the worst yeah. at that either so i feel no, i she's feel 100 as- neutral about her but again she doesn't really show up on tv shows i like so mm-hmm. yeah. and
0: that's the thing as a stand-up comedian i find her to be meh but like her acting in this show, where she's playing herself, is so bad. I don't think it was that bad. Maybe she maybe she just as has as a bad, bad personality. As that fat baby from Modern Family that is so
1: <laughs> oh, uh, like painfully bad. Not to this watch. again.
2: No, I don't think she was any worse than Sting last season.
1: Oh, God, um, was Sting on that show.
2: I gotta watch, <laughs> yeah, this we show. Have to watch the show.
0: That's crazy. Sting Sting was also not great, but his character was weird enough that it made sense, kind of. I think her character was quite weird, too. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, even after I'd seen all of her appearances, I was like, were we supposed to- be believing that she wanted to have sex with Steve Martin? Yeah, of course! Or was that an act? Because her sincere behavior and her pretending behavior was identical and impossible to parse. That
2: didn't bother me one bit. And I totally believe she would
0: in real life, too. So, Anyway, I also really dislike that model with the dark eyebrows. who plays- Oh, I
2: don't like her either.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's also not a great actress. She's better than Amy Schumer, but she's also not very good in this. Uh, I think
2: I mostly didn't like her because of the implications of what that meant after season one, which I will not say. Mm. Yeah. Uh,
1: I will probably eventually catch up, because the school year has started, and so when I get home, I am brain-fried too much that I want to, like, watch TV and weave bracelets, and that's about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's good for that, yeah.
0: It's a good show, it's... Uh, there are points in it that are ridiculous, but mostly it's pretty good. It holds together pretty well. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was going to be my short one, but since that was my long one, I'm just going to say real quick, I also went to the flea market yesterday and didn't get anything good. So, <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it's fine. I mean, most of the time that you go to flea markets, you don't find anything good. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what, true. That's the flea market experience in a nutshell. Although I had some pretty good, uh, like... Polynesian style chicken shish kebabs. I don't know what they're Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I know shish kebab is like a Middle Eastern thing. I don't know if there's a different name for it like satay maybe. Anyway, whatever it was, that a was pretty skewers. good. Just
2: Yeah. yeah. That sounds
0: good. It was worth it. Nice. Also, there was it was in Ocean Grove, so it was like right next to the the shore and when we were sitting eating our lunch, we wanted to go sit in the like, area that is designed for people to sit and eat their lunch in that's under a little awning so that it's in the shade, but the whole thing was filled up with Evangelical Christians doing a like a revival meeting, uh, and I was like, "Fuck, is this going to be over soon? Maybe." And then I looked at the board. We were there at like two thirty in the afternoon. It said revival meeting starting at eleven a.m. They'd uh, already been there for three hours. Ugh. What are you doing? Go to a church. There's so many of them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Get just take the over beach, a church. Assholes. <laughs> I mean, you've got churches! You're Christians! That's the biggest number of churches around! There was a church at the other end of the street, for fuck's sake! No, they
1: were the wrong kind of Christian, that other church.
0: (laughs) Jeez, I mean, come on, man. I I genuinely think that if Jesus had showed up, he'd have been like, okay, cool, but I do want to eat my lunch. (laughs) Could you guys go somewhere else?
1: I uh, I just wanted to say about kebabs that I like when we uh, anglicize and romanize things we don't necessarily standardize the spelling, so sometimes they're called kebabs, and that's fun to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> I do think it's interesting that like there isn't a name for that class. I guess skewers, like you said, Louisa, but yeah. like that's also the thing that they're served on, which is confusing. I don't know. I wish that there was a name for
1: just that class of food. I think kebab is fine, because, like, almost every different regional version uses some form of that word. Not like satay. <sighs> I don't know what satay is, I guess. <laughs> it's a kebab? It's like a meat kebab? Hmm. With, usually with peanut sauce? Oh, I see. Huh. Yeah, that doesn't say kebab in it, does it? No. <laughs> huh. All
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, yes, go on. Does Germany have like a sausage on a stick thing? Probably, Probably not.
2: Corn dogs are a sausage mm, on mm, a stick if you think about that's it. That's not from Germany. But they're good! Oh, <laughs> what? That's not what we're talking about at all! Damn I hard. thought we were talking it about. Hold good. on, hold on! We were talking about skewers. You introduced the idea of Germany, but then I didn't have anything for Germany, so I introduced oh, another idea. No, you're we telling me it has of- to be about Germany? We- we were talking about regional words for f-
0: meat on a stick, and if they were related root words to kebab, and I was trying <laughs> to think of the
1: German one, and then you brought up fucking
2: <laughs> corn dogs for oh, there's- god. Eastern
1: Europe has uh, shashlik, which is the same thing as, as shish kebab, but I don't what know about- if that a- applies to Germany, because that's kind of right in the
2: middle of Europe. What about yeah. speedies? That's like Polish or something, isn't it? I don't know that one. Yeah, I don't think I That's know that one either. A New York State um, thing, but it came from somewhere in Europe. I think maybe Poland. Um, and it's little skewers of, of marinated chicken. Oh right, like yes. You put, yeah. You put them you on, you put a on a sandwich.
1: Yeah, yeah. I am familiar with this. I wonder where does that come from? Speedies. Speedies. I
0: don't like when you. Pu- you cook something on a skewer and then you like clamp it with a bun and pull it off of the skewer. Uh-huh. I feel like that skewer didn't get its full. You want to like, eat it
2: on the skewer? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> oh, it's from, yeah. it's from the Italian version. Oh, interesting. Uh, I would not have
1: guessed. You I mean, it spit, uh, like mm. to cook over a spit. Spadini mm. is the, the Italian oh. speedy.
2: Huh. It's a pretty good name.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess there are. Uh, I- I apologize to Matt. I relinquish my claim that uh, kebab is the category name because there's also, like, souvlaki mm-hmm. and satay and yakitori oh, yeah, and all that. Oh, yakitori, yes, of course.
2: Oh, I got another one, a Latin American one, at pichos, which is mm. meat on skewers and grilled.
0: Yeah. What's that, what do they call those things at a Brazilian steakhouse when they come and carve it
1: off of a big stick for you to eat? Oh, I
2: don't remember. I know what you're talking about.
1: Oh yeah, those are good as hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they are good.
1: Is this like yeah. a like a gyro or shawarma style? Like it's a vertical spit, and they yes, shave it but off?
0: the way that they do it at the Brazilian steakhouse is every meat is cooked on a thing like that, and then they just come around your table and carve off a slice of whatever meat they eat that waiter happens to be holding. <laughs> so it's not just that, lamb. That like, rules. <laughs> yeah Uh, brazilian
1: steakhouses are great you should go to everyone jeff is that just like a brazilian variant of al pastor maybe
0: um no i I mean it doesn't have a lot of like fruit associated with it it's mostly just the meat with maybe some kind of dry rub or something on it so i think the main thing about al pastor as i understand it is that it has the like pineapple and onion mixed in there but this is just hunks of meat cooked
1: over fire yeah yeah, it's usually the the spit will have, like, uh, an onion or a tomato at the top, but you could put a pineapple up there to get some of those juices to drip down, a lemon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not making sure. this up.
2: I know, yeah, it just sounds pastoral. funny. <laughs> I know, it just sounds funny. Talk about yeah. jamming a pineapple on there.
1: Oh, man, I, yeah. I constantly have to convince myself that it would be a terrible idea to buy a, a shawarma spit for my home. Yeah, of course it was. But also,
2: <laughs> why would you do
0: that?
1: Cuz shwar- it's insane. Cuz it's so good. Yeah, but you so live good. in
0: New York City. <laughs> Just go. What am anywhere. I made of money? <laughs> You're made of money to buy a fucking shawarma spit? <laughs> I
1: could I could buy, I could eat it every day right in my home. Or
0: try <laughs> You're trying to sell me on the idea that a shawarma spit is the economical choice for your tiny apartment?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I would also miss the experience of a guy calling me Habibi or Boss, so... Yeah, you can get a spike that'll sit upright in
0: your oven and cook stuff that way. It's not quite as good, but it's almost the same.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the substitutes that aren't quite as good just make you hungrier for the real thing.
0: Yeah, but I, if you walk in any direction one block, you'll find a place that'll sell
1: you it for <laughs> cheap. That's true. The absolute best shawarma and falafel I've ever had in my life is about a block away.
0: Yeah, see? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I
0: feel like I'm genu- generally the kind of person who wants to make to try making dishes at home, but there are certain dishes where I'm like, even if I made it perfectly, it still somehow wouldn't be as good as yeah. the guy in a truck
2: Basically anything grilled or fried, deep fried, mm. I want to get somewhere I don't
0: want to make. This is why I... A w- lot of A ahead. lot of truck foods, like, I think that the flavor comes from ha- making a thousand of them a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're just not gonna get that if you're making small batch shawarma at home.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, I, this is why I I crave, like, communal living, where, like, a a community <laughs> oh, of like if we all lived nearby each other or like mm-hmm. in separate apartments of a building and had like grilling stuff in the backyard we could i don't know have a shawarma party once a month or something
0: yeah I think you're overestimating how how everyone would want to do the same thing at the same time. <laughs> I think you'd be like, let's all have a shawarma party, and then a third of us would be like, uh, I don't want to today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it wouldn't be spur of the moment. I figured, you know, we'd be like... Here- yeah, for the shawarma festival. We're going to invent our own religion. Yeah, our family-style <laughs> dinner will be the third Sunday of the month, and th- <laughs> for this for the month of September, Jeff is going to prepare shawarma. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: uh, I want I it. I want doesn't it to sound good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have family style meals more often, but for that you need to have like a family yeah, <laughs> that lives near you. You could you could convert to Amishism. Yeah, I could convert to Amishism. Yeah, uh, but I lo-
2: yeah they they love outsiders. I, I
1: love them. to they, look at, I love to look at phone though.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, that's true. You could you could carve a phone out of wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh if I' You're allowed to look at that all day every day. That's in true. All oh man, I I would get so yoked raising some barns, but I think I'm too old for Romspringer, so I wouldn't be able to take advantage of it to seduce the locals.
2: You need to have a Rumspringa every wait. year so you can go and have a shawarma party. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, 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 wait.
0: Jeff, do you think that when people talk about getting seduced on Rumspringa, it's the Amish
1: people seducing the
0: locals <laughs> and not the other way around?
1: Well, it would be if I was doing it. <laughs> I'm hotter than all those other Amish.
0: <laughs> That's not who you're competing against when you're going to visit the locals. I would be the hot
1: Amish. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Oh, boy, you do already have the beard. You're halfway there.
1: Well, that's mm-hmm. true. Now I just have you to just develop... Start raising bar- you could just start raising barns on your own, Jeff, if you <laughs> want to get yolks? You don't have to do... Uh, Oh Sure, I don't have the space in my apartment to have a a shawarma spit But I can raise
2: (laughs) barns all I want Here's the thing You 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 can't raise it in your house, you gotta go somewhere Listen, you go and hang out in a park near your house Quite often (laughs) Raise a barn in the park What if you slowly built yourself a house in that park? (laughs) Would anyone stop you? Mm, Yes, (laughs) they would (laughs) I don't think they would know They'd be like, shouldn't somebody be stopping that guy? But then you've already
0: built a house Guys, (laughs) I have the perfect plan Alright I love it when a plan comes together. Okay, cool. Jeff, you need to start by inventing a new workout that gets popular on TikTok where the workout is the Amish workout and you do all of the chores like an Amish person would do. And then you arrange a thing where all of the hipsters in New York get together in Central Park to do this this workout together. And then one day it's like, today's workout is barn raising. And then people, all the, the young, trying to be cool kids will build a barn for you. And then you can <laughs> live in it. And then you'll, if somebody comes to you and they're like, uh, you can't do this here, you'd be like, sorry, this is the new trend, baby yeah this
1: is performance
2: art it's Mm -hmm. i'll
1: i'll get it all together uh Mm -hmm. i'll like just say like well we need the materials to do the exercise right i know on tiktok i said that you could just pretend at home but we're doing it in person now so Mm -hmm. we're gonna have just so much butter at the end of it
0: yeah i do genuinely think that that there, it's only a matter of time before someone comes with comes up with the Amish
1: workout. Yeah. that's just cottage core with athleticism. <laughs> yes, two yeah. very hot trends being combined <laughs> sounds genius to me. I'm actually a little <laughs> surprised they haven't. I think cottage core is yeah. mostly for uh, people who don't want to get way into working out.
0: <laughs> yeah. But th- what, but sooner or later the Chads come around to every trend and well, then you gotta Well, Here's it what out. I'm surprised about.
2: Related. That no one has made the Rocky Four uh workout montage in the snow, like getting getting Jack to fight uh Drago, but out in the woods <laughs> like chopping trees and pulling logs and stuff. Why is that not a workout that's popular?
1: That is. There's like yeah. a whole uh power- like power lumberjack competitions of people of guys who no, like they their bodies no. are tuned exclusively to flip <laughs> logs over.
2: Yeah, I know. I know there's that. I'm talking about specifically the workout that's in the movie, which some of it doesn't make any sense. Well none of it makes sense. Important. He chases
1: chickens in the first one, right?
2: <laughs> I don't remember that. Sure. I I have said
0: this since college. I tried to get this going in college. Maybe I'll try again someday, but I really want to do a workout blog series or, you know, YouTube series or whatever, where you just try for every month you pick a different action movie character and you just do the things that they do to prepare in their preparation montage and see Mm -hmm. if it prepares you for the thing that they were trying to prepare for.
1: Mm. Hmm. So you you go to your ex wife's Christmas party. Take your shoes off. Take your button up shirt off. <laughs> step not a on some preparation glass and <laughs> montage and Die Hard. I know. I like uh, because that movie is just a series of Chekhov's guns being fired. It does feel <laughs> like there's a preparation montage that the first half hour is preparation for all of the things that subsequently go wrong. I do like to think that like. That that movie seems to be predicated on
0: the idea that all New York cops are able to do superhuman feats like John McClane is. Like, he's just an average New York cop who happens to know how to use every type of gun and can walk on broken glass yeah. without hurting himself.
1: Yeah, but like anybody can walk on broken glass.
2: Yeah. Why T- Tony Lennox Robbins taught us that? Had, ah, yeah, you that's know, good. Thank, mm, you, thank you, Jeff, put this on at the end of the episode. Yes, please. Uh, the Tony Robbins, uh, Hot Coals, uh, life changing seminars did that because anyone could do yeah,
1: that. The life changing sure. magic of tidying up and mm-hmm. having a big smile in caricatures of you in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had Tide- too many teeth. Yeah. The life changing magic of tidying up all this broken glass on the floor. <laughs> <clears throat> Come on, John McClane, just sweep first.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: <laughs> no, he's a he's Only a he's a man sweeping us for those L.A. sissies. Yeah, if
0: only he'd had
1: a shirt that he could use to wipe up all that glass. Ah, uh, yeah, it's a shame that tank top was sewed to his skin. Yep. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Louisa, what did you do this week?
2: Uh, not a heck of a lot. So, I watched the first two episodes of the Lord of the Rings show.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you guys on this show, or what?
0: I watched oh, the first really one. really boring to me. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Lord really of the Rings. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So
2: far it is pretty boring. I like that the second episode had more mm, interesting character moments. It didn't try to set up so many huge things as the first episode did. The thing is, this and the Game of Thrones prequel
0: series that is also coming out right now, all of the marketing that I've seen for it is people in bad wigs walking slowly around and looking sad, and I can't understand why that is the angle they're going for.
2: Well, like I said last time, the Game of Thrones one gets me, because as they're walking around, they're talking about political intrigue. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Lord of the Rings, they're talking about things that I don't have any context for that don't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's but like, confusing. In your ads, put the hook,
0: or a hook, yeah. like, oh no, and there's this giant dragon coming to kill us all. We need to solve that problem. I bet that's what we'll address during the series. Like, none of that. There's no plot hints at all in any of the ads. It's like... You yeah. love this, you fucking perverts. Yeah, the hook of it put- is, it's more Lord of the Rings. Yeah, put more yeah. of this Lord of the Rings in your Lord of the Rings holes, <laughs> you slobs.
1: I they. I <laughs> Jeff Bezos saw the way Disney was getting some of that Star Wars money from just putting more Star Wars in the slop hole for the Star Wars people to slop up, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Well, we have one of those."
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not a bad show, and I'm keeping watching it because it's
1: visually quite interesting. Yeah, but I'll probably continue. It looks pretty good. Yeah, the, uh, the performances are nice. I like to hear people say things like, Galadriel, Celebrimbor. <laughs>
2: that is pretty good. I do like, um, they've developed a weird uh, compartmentalizing of uh, races in that when I'm eating my dessert and I'm looking down at my plate for a minute, and someone's talking with a Scottish accent, I know when I look up, that's going to be dwarves. <laughs> and yeah. if they have an Irish accent, they are, uh, the fake hobbits, which I forget what they're called.
1: Uh, the Harfoots. Yes. Which are, I believe in the source material, just a, uh, like a sort of sub-variant of hobbit. Yeah, like a regional... Yeah. yeah, They're like they're the like Alolan meows spice. of hobbit.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> So they like to live in the woods and eat snails, which is quite cool, sure. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> the Fra- they're the French hobbits.
0: <laughs> you remember in the books of the Game of Thrones when there was a whole group of people whose thing was just that they liked to eat frogs. They lived in the swamp and they ate frogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember anything about those. I didn't
0: read Lord of the Rings. No, did I say Lord of the Rings? I meant Game of Thrones. Oh, did yeah, I? Oh Thrones. yeah,
1: okay. uh, I do actually remember those guys. They ruled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, they were very <laughs> cool, but it was the, the girl and her brother who couldn't walk when they went to go look for the three-eyed raven, and they were like, yeah, yeah ger- everyone makes fun of us because we're from the swamp and we eat frogs, and then they were like, oh, well, that's a bad stereotype, and they're like, no, we do eat frogs, though. Yeah,
1: it was like, ger- 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 German and g- Gil gilfram. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
2: When you mentioned that, all I could think of was the Final Fantasy IX character Key. I think is yes. their name. Kina. Yes, who is a weird race of uh, monster people who live in the swamp and love to eat frogs. The
1: Cranach yeah. men who live in the the neck. God, <laughs> okay. that I always forget how incredibly good A Song of Ice and Fire is about having. Wow, that's what you take away from that. Huh? <laughs> names of stuff. <laughs>
0: okay, names of stuff. Yes, but geez, like. The fact that there's a there's a group of people whose only defining characteristic is that they eat frogs. I'm like, come on, man.
1: <laughs> I just like I'm a I'm a sicko for a fantasy world where like there's a group of people who are called the Kranog men, and I don't know what that means, but I do get a sense of what they are just from the name.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah.
1: Like. I Lord of the Rings has a little bit of that, which is what the show is. Why the show was appealing? Like I hear them say Morgoth, and I'm like, oh, that's an evil guy. <laughs> I could tell by the way they said it. Yeah, yeah, I
2: guess so. Yeah, I, I
0: mean, was- I'm I'm feeling like I, I've been trying out the new hot game that everyone's been talking about, Immortality. You know this game? No, you know, this game. I've never heard of this. Oh, it's uh it's on Xbox Game Pass if you have it, and it's like a f- f- FMV game where oh, I have heard you. It. you- okay, yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> I knew this is gonna happen. <laughs> no,
2: go on. Um, I wanted you to want make stick is a list. terrible name. Yes, I agree. Green I Indian. don't really
0: know why it's called that, but it, it's a bunch of clips from like the 70s and 80s of a certain actress, and you're, like, editing together... You-, you are a person who is editing together all of this stuff for some reason, and I guess there there's an implication that you're supposed to uncover a mystery and then solve it. I've been playing the game for fucking two hours. So far, all I've seen is, like screen tests of a bunch of people i don't know who they are there isn't even a murder yet is there gonna be a murder or something (laughs) for fuck's sake put the hook like if the second clip i look at isn't like a mystery of a ghost coming out of the screen or some shit i just don't know why i'm playing this game you know yeah if you're gonna make a game if you're gonna make a series about lord of the Rings. If, if Sauron doesn't show up episode two and, like, punch Elrond in the face or something, I just don't know- We did see know. Sauron
2: episode two! Oh. In your face!
0: Damn, alright. Was he in my face, literally? And by my face, I mean Elrond's face, punching him? Yeah, it was no, Lord of the Rings 4 Uh
1: and he pops out of the screen if you wear the special glasses. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, no, you do see him in his armor yeah. in a flashback in the first one. Yeah. Uh, is that is that enough? I don't know that that's I mean, enough. you yeah. don't see him at all in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You just see a big you see eye. Hand. You see his hand yeah, that's in true. flashbacks. Yeah, you see yeah, you see the armor and the hand and that's it.
2: Yeah. Uh, anyway, the thing I that- don't like about this show is they had a lot, especially in episode 2, a ton of jump scares. I think like four or five where oh, cool different characters are like, oh, shit, I can hear something. And then they're waiting, and then the jump scare. And every time I have to hit the mute button on my TV, because I hate jump scares. And, are like, they, stop, the, stop it! <laughs> what's jumping? Is it the Nosgoth? Well... We're following so many different characters, so in one, there's the implication that there's uh, some type of creature under the ground we don't know about, there's a thing with an orc in it a- for a different character, there's a thing with a sea Ugh. monster for a different character, this but it's exhausting. they all have this moment where it's like, oh no, is it gone or not? Boom, jump scare. Like, fuck you! <laughs> you can't keep yeah. doing that! That's too many times. Um, I- Yeah, am- I-
0: I've asked friends to explain to me the central conflict of either of these shows, and no one has been able to sum it up in a sentence, and so I'm like, I don't think these shows are going to be good.
2: Oh, I can sum up the Game of Thrones one in a sentence.
0: Is it, um, uh, Matt Smith has a bad wig?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He does have a bad wig. No, I like that wig. (laughs) That's his whole character.
0: (laughs) Man versus wig is one of the central, (laughs) uh, story types.
2: No, it's clearly, um, Elizabethan times. There's your sentence. It's not even a full sentence. (laughs) That's not a conflict. (laughs) Unless the the conflict is that this is Elizabethan times and they're looking (laughs) for Queen Elizabeth. Uh, essentially. The main character has been named to be the next queen, but there's never been a queen on the throne. There's only been kings, and why on earth would they let this girl ascend to the throne?
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: she's the mother of dragons, you see. Uh... I looked up this game you mentioned, Matt, and I actually also want to rescind my yuck noise, because it's <laughs> the guy who developed Her Story, which I loved. I think that game rules.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's good. Like, I want to like it, because it's a very interesting concept for a game, but so much of it is just, like, pixel hunting, mm. semi-porn f- film. Did you play Her Story scenes? ever? I did not, and maybe I should. That one's I quick. It, that's. Good. Yeah. I mean, this one's probably quick, too. I don't know how far into it I am. I've unlocked, like, a hundred scenes at this point. Mm. But, like... A lot of them are very gross, <laughs> like not in a, a compelling way, but in a like seventies movie way. Yeah. Where it's just a bunch of greasy people like groping each other. And I'm <laughs> like, I don't want to look at every pixel of every scene of this.
1: <laughs> I really want to, well, I really want to play the follow, like the one that came out between these two telling lies. Cause it's got that, uh, it's got that like snooping around someone else's computer gameplay that I find extremely mm-hmm. uh exciting because I don't know, I'm a snooping pervert. Is mm-hmm. that one a porno? It feels like all of these are secretly pornos. I don't think it is. It's got two relatively famous people in it. Um mm-hmm. the the one uh Westworld robot lady with this kind of sad eyes and then uh, that guy who used to be married to uh Megan Fox and looks exactly like Tom Hardy. Oh, Shia LaBeouf, Logan Marshall Green.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, huh. yeah, it's like he's a good actor, so I I trust that cast. Um, but I I haven't played Telling Lies yet, so maybe I'll maybe I'll go in order. I'll play Telling Lies and then I'll try Immortality.
0: I doubt Immortality will be on Game Pass for much longer. Um, I don't know. They seem to cycle stuff out pretty quickly now, so... If you want to play it for free, play it soon, I think. Mm. But, also, I don't know if you should play it, because I'm not enjoying it very much.
1: <laughs> well, now I have to play it and enjoy it to spite you. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jeff, what did you do this week? Oh, not much, honestly. Uh, I caught up... Uh, it's the f- It was the first week of school, so I've been... Uh,
2: you saw all your friends so you again. Had-
1: <laughs> you see,
2: you got a new backpack.
1: Uh-huh. You said, no Pencil more
0: teachers, face. no more books. Oh no, that's the last week of yeah. school. I
1: saw all of the uh, backpacks that have that big teethy- toothy mouth on the back, and I don't know what that brand is, but sometimes it's a Rick and Morty, and sometimes it's some other thing. What?
2: What, <laughs> what are you
1: talking
2: about? I'm too far away from teenage <laughs> culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: uh, I wish I knew how to describe it to you, but there's like a big... Sort of like the, the shark mouth on the front of a World War II fighter plane,
2: okay. uh,
1: but on the flap of a, like the back of a backpack.
2: Does it have like individual teeth cut out, or is it just a picture? I think it's just a picture. Okay, that sounds
1: cool. Uh, it is. <laughs> cool. It is pretty cool. Um, okay, cool. But it's like ubiquitous. Um, <clears throat> there's that, and then there's some kind of donut logo that I think is for the rap group Odd Future. Huh. Um I do like a donut logo. Yeah. Yeah, I like
0: donuts. Does that mean I like this band now?
1: <laughs> I mean, do you like uh Earl Sweatshirt or Tyler the Creator? Wait, are either of
0: them problematic in some way? Probably. Okay. But man, I don't I'm not going to fall for your trap
1: and say <laughs> I like them. I don't think I don't think that they've done any uh violent or sexual crimes. Uh they've okay. maybe said no-no words or had bad opinions.
0: I mean, I I find that I like people in general, so probably I would like these people.
1: Oh, okay,
2: <laughs> okay, good. Uh, they so have the, buy this album, I guess. <laughs> they had yeah. that like prank
1: show on Adult <laughs> Swim called Loiter Squad. Do you remember that? No. Oh. No.
2: Hmm.
0: Anyway. This one got really fucking weird. Remember when it used to just be anime? Yeah. <laughs> like remember not when, even good anime? Remember
2: when it fucking didn't have the interstitials between the shows? It just had a little logo that was like it was a um, uh, swimming pool. And it's just like, yeah. don't swim. And it fucking All never told out of the you pool. anything. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: Those are the days.
0: Yeah. I oh, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Am I right, you guys? Yes. <laughs>
1: Those were the days. <laughs> uh, I caught up on the best show on television, uh, Paramount Plus exclusive streaming show Evil. Um I've just what? I just finished the third season. It's Amazing.
0: I'm genuinely shocked that there are three seasons of this show. Yeah.
1: It, I've heard of
0: it, but I if you'd told me that it was halfway through the first season, <laughs> I would have believed you.
1: <laughs> the first season was on CBS proper, and then uh pandemic hit and like Paramount like CBS All Access launched and it went it like did really well there and then that turned into Paramount Plus and it's I think still doing like it's the thing that does well besides Star Trek on Paramount mm-hmm. Plus. Uh, so they keep making it because it's the same creative team as The Good Wife, which everyone liked. And I don't even know what it's about except I assume it has a wife in it.
2: What is well, this show? Is it related to a book series or movie uh, series no, or anything? The premise of it is there
1: is a, uh, lapsed Catholic psychologist named Kristen who, uh, works with a, an aspiring priest and former, um, sex addict named David and uh <laughs> and a oh my god a like sciency uh like mythbuster debunker guy named Ben played by Asif Mandvi um and David is played by the guy who played Luke Cage um oh, okay so he's I liked him he's very big and nice and handsome um and the lead la- the lead lady amazing would never guess that she is from one of those northern european countries where it's always called uh her her name is katya herbers uh and she has absolutely flawless american accent um Mm. which one is she she's dutch Mm. um but uh the premise of the show is that they investigate possible supernatural occurrences for the local diocese uh for the catholic church
2: Oh, she's mm. the one from Westworld.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She was in Westworld first, as like right. Oh, was before she favorite sad eyes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she she uh, plays some kind of spoil spoilery character who is a cowboy mm. and daughter of someone or something.
2: Yeah, she's Ed Harrison's daughter. Yeah, that that's show.
1: the one. I wasn't sure if that was a spoiler or not. I couldn't remember.
2: I don't think so, because the things you learn about some of the characters, you don't find out how they relate to some of the other characters until much later. But knowing yeah. things about the character in the scenes you see them in are cannot be spoilers, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't even know that that one character is Ed Harris until the <laughs> end of the first season. I was making that as a joke, but that's kind of true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And then someone says, hey, wait, aren't you Ed Harris? And then it all breaks apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Mike Coulter. I didn't want to go without saying his name, because he's not- his name is not Luke Cage. He is a working actor who does things that pretty much (laughs) exclusively aren't playing Luke Cage now.
0: (laughs) Is this Ann Coulter's Drag King persona?
1: (sighs) Boo. No, it's good. Yeah, well, you know what? If she did one, it probably would be in blackface, huh? Yep. It's true. Uh, right-wing people are bad. Um, yep. Michael Emerson off of Lost is in there. That's Yay, fun.
2: Ben. Uh, ben Linus. Yep.
1: He's, he's a very, like, sleazy other, other psychologist. He um, kind of struck me as sleazy on Lost, too. I think he's one of the bad guys on Lost, right?
2: Yes. I mean, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, wait, is Ben the one who runs the facility?
2: Ben's one of the others. The others.
0: Is he the one who's, like, I don't it's know hard to
2: get it, it, any more than I explain unravel some stuff you think you already know. So
0: yeah, it'll. I mean, I've I've watched all of Lost. Yeah. I don't remember any of it though. Uh, I'm thinking, who's the main guy? Who's the doctor guy? Jack. Jack. That's what I'm thinking of. He's a real
1: sleazy. Yeah,
2: he sucks. Everyone yeah. hates Jack.
1: Yeah. Uh, It was very fun when the show got moved in its second season to be streaming exclusive after having been on network TV because they just seemingly out of nowhere started swearing halfway through the season and, like, (laughs) some of the demons started to have boobs and stuff. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, But it's fun. But not where you'd expect. (laughs) Yeah, the boobs right on their dicks. -hmm. Uh, Was this an HR (laughs) Geiger show? This is what demons are like, I assume. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, probably. Anyway, I caught up on it. Finished the third season. It's renewed for a fourth, and it is currently my like it is my favorite current TV show. I highly recommend it. I don't think that nearly enough people are watching it.
0: How is it fundamentally different from a supernatural?
1: uh, It has a much spookier tone. And I don't think it is targeted at any stripe of teenager or young person. Hmm. I think it is targeted at like adults, Jeff. like people in their yeah. 30s and 40s primarily.
2: Real <laughs> but, Jeffs.
0: Yeah. Jeff is the, the boiled down commonality of
1: all 30
2: and yeah. 40 year olds.
1: One <laughs> weird thing about this show, and I think I've described this mm. premise before, is the lead character also has four precocious daughters. And, oh god, that's too And a live-in, uh, like, relative, who is an older woman, and her- the father is mysteriously away from the home in a way that's not addressed for, like, most of the first season, and it's just little women happening in her house, and then mm-hmm. also this- all this other stuff is going on, like, the actual premise of the show. It's like, they made the main character be- What if the mom from Little Women also solved mysteries? It's very bizarre that that is also part of the show, but I do like like it.
0: This is a real Pride and Prejudice and Zombies scenario. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Uh, but they also film it um, around the corner from where I used to live, so it's a local fave. Um, Highly recommended. Uh, Did everybody do their thing this week, or should I ask Louisa what she did this week? No, we did it. Okay, cool. What do we do on the show, though? Well, on this show, we go to the WikiHow suggested articles page,
0: and we put in a random word so that we can see a list of articles requested about that word, and then we can provide advice on these things. And today, the random word we got was hate.
2: No, no, oh, we can teach everyone mm. how to hate. Finally, yeah, people have so That's much trouble world, with that. What the world
1: needs now <laughs> is hate. Is hate sweet? Hate, <laughs> <laughs> sweet hate would be a really good name for your bad guy wrestler character, Matt. Mm. <laughs> Or a, like a black metal band, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. Perfect. So I'm looking so. at this, and it's asking uh, a lot of things where hate just is part of the word.
2: Yeah, yep, there's a lot of phosphates, of a ton yep. of them.
0: <laughs> I do like this one though. How to cope at school with someone who hates you? Ah, that's very sad. But probably they don't hate you. They probably hate themselves. So, when they're punching you in the face, hold a mirror up in front of your face, and then they'll cut their hand very badly.
2: (laughs) And then they'll have seven years' bad luck, so you'll be well Um... away from them by that time. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I think that,
1: in general, the way to cope with someone who hates you is to not interact with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do think that—I mean, I think that most people— Especially in middle and high school, their survival strategy is to just
1: not be noticed. That's what I did, and it yeah. worked fine. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, same. I, uh, Mostly fine,
1: yeah. I, I think that- I mean, I think it's- if someone's bullying you, they don't hate you, right? They're extracting right. some some result from your- be- like, they they're interacting they with you because they want to get a rise out of you, right? Yeah,
0: they don't hate you, they no. love- feeling powerful over somebody.
1: Right. They would- they they will- uh, the goal would be for them to hate you so that they stop talking to you and bullying you. Yeah. Uh, so as they're- as they
0: are bullying you, explain to them the entire plot of Doctor Who. Oh, god. No, they'll kill you. You'll die. Start, you'll be- Start quoting lines from your favorite Monty
1: Python movie. You'll be swirly to death. Yeah. Uh, I think that the- Ways to deal with a bully are to suddenly become emotionally mature enough to uh, not show any any reaction when they bully you, or punch them in the face really hard exactly once.
2: Hmm. Alright, uh, well, you you're can pull gonna get either of trouble. those off. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm going to get in trouble if I punch him in the face, you see. He's bullying me emotionally, and sometimes physically, but he's never going to get in trouble for it, whereas if I punch him in the face, I'm definitely
1: getting suspended. That's fine. You get suspended once, and then you don't get bullied anymore. (laughs) Mm, I don't think that that's true. (laughs) It's not always true, but I, I think that a lot of bullying ends when you react to it in a way that the person doesn't like.
0: Yes, I agree, which is why if you're being bullied, what you should do is say, thank you, sir, may I have another, and then start begging him to bully you until he feels like it's a sexual thing and gets weirded out by yeah, it. Yeah,
1: start moaning and calling the bully <laughs> no, daddy. <God>. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: if you kept a school once in a full gimp outfit, you then problem solved.
1: <laughs> yeah, problem solved because you'd be expelled. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, ooh, I like this one. How to take a theater hater to the theater.
2: Why do you want to do that? Yeah. (laughs) You need to trick them into going to, like, Cirque du Soleil or something (laughs) so they don't realize it's theater right away.
0: Jeff, I know this from being friends with you in college. Uh, You needed to go to a certain amount of uh, theater for your degree, and I remember trying to take you to theater, and you hated it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And Jeff had a motivation, supposedly. Yeah. (laughs) Mm, It's a shame.
1: I... (sighs) I don't think that you should try to get people to like a thing that they say they don't like, unless they are someone who with whom you have a lot of mutual trust, and you have reason to believe that their dislike of it is largely from misconceptions or unfamiliarity.
2: Yeah, that's true. I feel like this is a question a teenager would ask, but when you're an adult, you realize, like... My friend doesn't
1: like Dear Evan Hansen. How do I make him like it? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. When, but when you're an adult, you're like, eh, who cares? And then the fact that you're like, eh, who cares about it, means that if you do tell this friend, oh, I think you might like this one play, they'll take it seriously, because yeah. you're not desperately trying. <laughs> you guys know about this corn meme?
1: I you know keep hearing it referenced. I have not witnessed the, the thing that it is ref- that is being referenced. There's a... There's a um Instagram account
0: called like recess therapy or something like that where a guy just interviews uh young children in Central Park or other parks around. Uh obviously their parents are always there, it's not creepy in any way. Uh but he just like talks to them about the things that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh and one it's been going on for years, but recently he interviewed a kid who is extremely into corn <laughs> who was eating corn about that <laughs> while they were talking uh and he talks about all the great things about how uh how to learn to love corn or whatever uh but at one point the guy says what would you say to somebody who doesn't like corn and he's and the kids like you know i think that if you don't like corn that's okay too cuz everyone loves something and i love corn and i'm like yeah that's a great attitude actually
2: <laughs> yeah that that's what's wrong. up
0: time to elevate this kid to cult leader status <laughs> uh he already has been invited to be the the um uh, guest of Honor at the opening of the India- Indiana Corn Palace. That's for- amazing. He's
1: already been <laughs> invited so good. to be the President of the United States.
2: Oh, I would vote for this kid today! Are you kidding me? He's great! Oh, uh, fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I do love, I love when somebody meme. loves something, yeah. When somebody Apparently- gets famous for loving something, excellent.
0: It kicked off because there was... This is terrible, but... There was a um, tractor trailer that overturned, and no one got hurt, but it was full of ears of corn, mm. and then the corn spilled out over the whole highway, <laughs> and somebody took video of that with the audio of this kid talking about how <laughs> life is corn-tastic. <laughs> And that's how it became a TikTok thing, and then everyone tracked down the original. Uh, it's such a wholesome thing. It's like an internet thing where everyone likes it, and there's nothing that makes you sad about
1: it, which is so rare. Uh, I, yeah. do, I do kind of want some corn now.
2: <laughs> corn, God, corn, corn is so good! <laughs> <rules>. <laughs> oh, I love corn. Mm. Mm.
0: Yep, it is corn-tastic. This kid is, like, firing yeah. on all cylinders.
1: <laughs>
2: It's true. But how do you make a Chateaubriand?
1: What is that? Is that some kind of hat
2: cheese? Do you know filet mignon? You know that steak? Yes. And it's a little slice of something? It's a little slice slice of of magic. (laughs) It's like a beef tenderloin, right? Yeah, what it's a slice of is a Chateaubriand.
0: Oh. Oh. So it's basically roasting a a log of filet mignons.
1: Yes. (laughs) Whoa. Hold on. Now I do want to know how to make that. That sounds incredible.
2: The thing is, it's a very tender cut of meat that has almost no fat. So basically you don't really want to cook it. You want to eat it as close to raw as possible, which is a shame. I don't prefer that. Straight out of the cow. But
0: don't they make... um, Isn't Beef Beef Wellington a... uh, a uh, Chateaubriand wrapped in yes. pastry and mushrooms. Yes it is.
2: But you, when you cut into it, it should
0: be pretty close to rare. Right. But that's how you that's how you could do it oh, in yeah. a way that's flavorful and cooked ish.
2: True. Very true. Yeah. And that is delicious. Mushroom paste, mustard. There's usually some prosciutto in there, pastry. You have it with a hollandaise, I think? Anyway, yes. You very want to good. put
0: as much fat around it as possible, because, as Louisa said, it's got no fat in it. One of
1: my, you my
2: barred it with slices of bacon.
1: One of my favorite things about uh, beef... like I, I don't think I've ever had Beef Wellington. I don't care for mushrooms or mustard, and there's not really many variations that don't include one or both of those. Mm. One thing I really love is how extremely dedicated and into beef wellington celebrity chef gordon ramsay is (laughs) (laughs) it is it is his favorite food by a significant margin to the point where he celebrates beef wellington week and is even cool with beet wellington the vegetarian variant of it and is like ah yes this is a beautiful beet wellington as well all of this rules i love it
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Speaking of people who love one thing, corn or beef Wellington, it's always good. <laughs> yep. Whether you love corn or beef Wellington, this time of year
0: is great for the fall lover in all of us. <laughs> Those classic fall foods.
2: <laughs> yeah, they kind of are. They are not. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> corn is definitely a fall food. Beef Wellington is more of a winter food, I guess. But it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Mushrooms fall. That's true. But uh no, I would say corn is for sure a summer food, because by the what time you saying? get yeah, corn I'm corn saying, is one of by the, the cornucopia time foods. You get to Yeah, by the time you get to autumn it's all that dried out, fucked up corn. You don't want to that. yeah. that's like eating little teeth. The classic yeah. corn.
1: That's what we all think of when we think of corn.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like, that's for grinding into cornmeal.
0: Louisa, when you're harvesting corn from the field and you see a person standing over there, and you realize they're not a person. They're a that's scarecrow. a fucking scarecrow. That is the beginning of fall. If you see a scarecrow, the day you see a scarecrow, that's the beginning of fall for you.
1: Yeah. If you see when- a scarecrow and it doesn't get scared by its shadow and run back into its hole, yeah, that's how you know when fall the- has begun. And when
2: those scarecrows migrate back to the area. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool enough for them doing this here uh, again. The
1: scarecrows yes. have come back from from the north. Capistrano? Yeah, yes. I was gonna say that, but then I didn't because I thought it was hacky. But then I remembered what podcast we are, the hacky yeah, one. Yeah. We've never shied away from that before. Uh, uh, how do you dislike or hate something healthily?
2: Mm, try not to think about it too much. You don't. Or use it to motivate you. Could you, Mm, like, yeah,
0: yeah. Could you be like, I hate, uh, I don't know, who's somebody that.
2: I hate not being jacked, so I'm gonna get jacked.
0: Yeah, or like, I hate person X so much that I wanna live longer than them, so I'm gonna exercise every day (laughs) and eat right. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think that that is, like, I think that if your hate is based in, like, righteousness and a desire towards uh, an equitable, justice-filled world, then that is healthy already. If the thing you dislike or hate is, like, a TV show, and you get angry when people talk about it, that's something you kind of just have to decide not to do anymore. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (sighs) I think it can work. I don't know if this is fully healthy, but, like, I hate... When the bathroom is dirty, so I make sure that I clean it really well every single week. And, like, who cares if I were to take, you know, a month off from cleaning the bathroom? Except I would hate it, so I always do clean it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a healthy, I think, a healthy hatred to be like, I do not like when my living space is bad in this specific way. Yeah. Uh, How do you become friends with guys that hate you? (laughs)
2: Um... Why? Find out what they like
1: and like that too. Corn, maybe. Punch them in the mm. face exactly once.
2: <laughs> you have to punch the alpha in the face. Yeah. Your first, day,
1: your first day in whatever building you're in, you have to find the biggest guy and beat him up. No, it's not that you don't find the alpha anymore, Louisa. You find the sigma now.
2: Oh, that's right. The one who's somehow cooler, even though he's not remarkable in any way.
1: Six six Sigma? Yeah, you have to find the Sigma male and beat him in a fight, and then you can become the uh, best guy at your high
2: school, I'm assuming, still? I was gonna say, this would be tough in uh, college fraternity (laughs) to figure out which one's the the Sigma male of all the Sigma. But they're all Chad. This would
0: be tough if you were a 45-year-old accountant and somebody at your accountancy firm hates you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe make them a treat that they like, everyone likes that mm, Good thinking
1: mm-hmm.
2: And if it doesn't work, make it again, but poison it uh, Find out why they hate you mm. if, if This is good, maybe maybe the problem
1: is you, asshole
2: Yeah, what if the problem is you?
1: How dare you? Well, I'm thinking, like, do they hate you because you're, like, a weirdo who's mean to them? Because mm-hmm. then, like, yeah. don't do that anymore Or, do they hate you because... They have some kind of like weird bigoted feeling, and you fall into the subgroup of people that they hate. Cause okay, then, then just don't get them to be your friends. That seems yeah. like it would be mentally bad for you. Yeah, don't compromise with them on stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
0: I was gonna say. I have long said that this show is a good antidote for, um, the toxic positivity that infests a lot of the internet, where uh-huh. people are reinforced in their bad behaviors, and here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, if somebody hates you, take some time and think about why, like, if, if the way you are is grating to others, because a lot of people have that, myself included. Oh yeah, I'm very annoying. Yeah, and that's fine- <laughs> But that but, but the I guess I'm saying there are good reasons to not like you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. That's true of all of us. <laughs> yeah. I've I've come to the I've come to accept the fact that you don't have to be everyone's flavor. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Some people like corn,
0: but everyone <laughs> likes something, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it it becomes it's like really hard to let go of. I still fall into it sometimes of like When you find people that like you, accepting that those should be the people you make an effort to like and invest time in and spend time with and around, Mm -hmm. instead of deciding ahead of time, that's the cool person who I like, and even if they don't like me, I'm going to relentlessly try to make myself into the type of person they would like. Yeah,
0: yeah, I do... I think a lot of people... In high school, I did this a little bit, fall into the trap of like, well, if somebody likes me, they can't be cool. So I shouldn't hang out with them. I need to find people who don't like me.
1: That's what's going to make me cool. Yeah. I feel like I ended up doing that too. And like, there were people who I wasn't really close with in high school that I kind of, the kind of people who you like you keep in touch with by being friends on Instagram and Facebook, but not really any yeah. more than that. And now, yeah, yeah. now I will see their feed and be like, Huh, I kind of wish I had been friends with that person back then.
0: Yeah, I definitely. It's it's such a weird thing to be so profoundly unpopular as I was in high school, and yet still <laughs> think you're above some people.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing is uh, you're not better than anybody just because you're smart or like certain movies. Like you're you're just a guy doing stuff. It doesn't like yeah. you. There's there's no you have to not build those hierarchies up as important in your mind.
2: (laughs) I think the flip side of that is always feeling that, like, if someone's nice to you, you need to, like, make an effort to be friends with them, even if you don't really like anything about them. I think it's okay to, like, not be rude, but, you know, be cold enough that eventually they get the idea that, no, you don't have to be friends. You can just exist. Yeah,
1: I think if you... I think you do have to cultivate a sort of warm affect to be able to say to someone uh, if they're like, "Hey, do you want to hang out sometime?" To just be like, "No, I don't really want to," without them instantly bursting into flame.
0: <laughs> yeah, I. This past week, I I hung out with a group of people that I uh, know somewhat tangentially. <laughs> And one guy kept on being like, Hey Matt, do you want to come look at this thing? I want to show you this thing. And I was like, Oh no, that's cool. I'm hanging out with everyone. That's fine. And he did it to me like eight times and I kept on trying to be like kind and brush it off. And I like, I was getting to the point where I was like, Fucking leave me alone. I don't <laughs> want to go with you wherever you're going. But, like, I was trying to
1: be nice. I don't know what I was supposed to it's, do. I felt very
0: yeah. Yeah. smart.
2: He wanted you never... to show you a dead body, and he didn't want to say it. You missed your chance to see a dead body now.
1: Never go to a yeah. second location, though. That was smart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think some people don't understand how to talk to people. So they're like, I just need to get this person alone, and then we can have a conversation. It's like, no, you don't get to do that at a party, actually
0: yeah I don't know like we were conversing just fine he he clearly he wanted to show me something because he thought I'd be interested in it but I just like didn't want to I just didn't yeah. want to get up and go away from everyone else Yeah, that that I was there to hang out with and it's just like I don't even think I don't even think he's a bad guy I don't dislike him but I was just like how do I kindly tell you to fucking leave me alone oh what if he
1: was a bad guy though that would be crazy Ooh, You'd like, like have to Billie him. Eilish
0: put that song at the end of the episode please Jeff
1: thank you <laughs> I'm trying different, since you've asked me, you've asked me thrice now to put that song at the end of the episode. I, I have to have a different style yeah. of response each time. Jeff is modeling different ways to respond to boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how do you like to enjoy Chateau de Versailles?
2: What? What now?
1: How do you uh, enjoy Chateau de Versailles? I
0: enjoy it by dragging those Aristo scum out into the streets and chopping their heads off with a guillotine. Am I right? Yes, drag them, king!
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You go there and you look at all the rooms to look at, like, this is one of those things where you don't need to know how to best enjoy a museum. You go and then everything's like, arranged for you to enjoy it, you know? Yep. It's true. If you, it's, it's a lot like the thing about
0: enjoying theater, where I feel like if you walk into a room and you, you know instantly if you're gonna enjoy this thing or not, and if not, leave the museum. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like,
0: Leave the museum you know? is good
1: advice in general, I think.
0: <laughs> like, if you walk into a room that's just full of old stuff, and you don't feel some kind of joy from looking at it,
1: then you are not a museum person, my friend, and yeah. that's okay. Uh, the word for museum person is mummy, Matt? Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they prefer to be called museum people, though. Come on, Jeff. Now uh, I'm
1: turning back oh again. no! <laughs> Turnabout
0: is fair play. <laughs> <laughs> This one's confusing me. How to use Le Chantelier. So, the Le Chantelier principle in physics is that if an equilibrium is disturbed, then a new equilibrium will be established to compensate for the change. Like, if you add heat to a system, then this, the heat will be distributed evenly across the system. I don't really know how you use it, though. Like, I Is guess that definitely what it is? I mean, that's what Le Chantelier is. Le Châtelier, I should say.
2: Oh, Le Châtelier. Okay, I got confused. I was looking for what word? Mm-hmm.
0: I've always heard it as sh-
1: Le Châtelier.
0: Yeah, I
2: French. I think that once, once
1: you are able to master this principle, you can build your doomsday ray gun and take over the world.
0: I guess you could do a thing where you're like, I wish that my house, I don't know, smelled like roses, so if I just add rose smell to this corner of my house constantly- <laughs> An equilibrium will be established through my whole house that everything will smell like roses. Is that a thing? What
1: I would do is I would say, "I wish I was big." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'd go on a fun adventure as young Tom Hanks. Okay, that's how you upset the
0: equilibrium.
1: What's the new equilibrium that's established at the end of this journey? Oh, interesting.
2: Finding Zoltan, the, the Zoltan machine.
1: I believe it's the return home, having changed from your adventure. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs>
2: It's when it's when he
0: eventually grows up to be Tom Hanks for real, and then he's like challenged with the fact that adulthood isn't as fun when you reach it through normal aging as it was when he was a kid.
2: Yeah, you gotta play Colonel Tom P- Parker in a movie and you're gonna do a bad job and everyone's gonna say it.
0: <laughs> they really missed a, a beat <laughs> by not doing a sequel to Big when Tom Hanks when with the idea being like that kid just grew up to be Tom Hanks.
2: What would know the mean? plot be uh
0: it
1: could be big two be a- colon small <laughs> no they oh, already did make yes. a movie called small that was the opposite of big
0: mm. a lot of the the questions on this page yeah. about hate are uh actually talking about different like hormones and drugs mm-hmm. and i wonder if there's one that makes your colon small <laughs> god <laughs> that was a long
2: walk and i apologize for it <laughs> Uh, you already have a small intestine if small intestine is so great, how come there's no small colon <laughs> yeah.
1: this one is fascinating to me There's a semicolon so that-
2: <laughs> No Jeff was right to try to move on yeah I yes, was I agree <laughs> How to make
1: someone hate a cartoon?
2: Yes, Ooh. I would love to have known. In the 90s, how to make people hate Family Guy as much as I did. Mm -hmm. Is this-
1: agreed. I think, is is someone asking this because they want to deprogram a brony? Oh, maybe. Probably. Huh. How do you make someone hate a cartoon? Do you have to get way, like, way more into it than they are to the point where they're annoyed by you?
0: If my life experience has taught me anything, all you need to do is wait. Mm. Yeah. Every cartoon that I liked when I was younger, when I go back to revisit I'm like, oh, this doesn't hold up.
2: <laughs> Things will destroy themselves. You just have to wait.
0: Yep. All right, Jeff, I have a question that I need your advice from. I got um, it. Louisa, if you could just take a backseat on this for a sec. Yeah,
1: get, okay. get oh, in the friggin' back seat. Climb. Climb yeah. over the seat. Yeah. Okay. Climb over the center console while I'm driving.
0: I'm falling asleep right now. How to deal with a sibling who hates you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I think that- I'm not gonna say which of my siblings it is, Jeff, so don't ask. Oh, I thought you were asking me because I have a brother with whom I do not get
2: along very well. (laughs) Oh, Jeff made it too real.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't know, just wait. (laughs) Eventually you'll both be adults and it feels silly to hate people when you're an adult. Oh, <laughs> I
0: don't know, adults can hate a lot harder than kids can, I think. That's true,
1: but, like, will will the nature of adult hate ever have that same flavor as sibling hate when you're kids?
0: I do think it's, it, like, hate really ta- loses its sting when you don't have to live in the same house with the person yeah. in the Yeah! you can
2: find common ground with them, like, you both like to eat corn. Mm-hmm. Then you get together to eat corn
0: sometimes, and then as soon as they bring up their, uh I don't know, let's say, model airplane collection, you just leave. Why would you <laughs> say right, that about Louisa's by- model airplane collection?
2: <laughs> Listen, I that's just a I- cover for how I like to get high <laughs> with craft
0: glue. <laughs> you were trying to- <laughs> I genuinely thought about saying something that I know Louisa
1: does enjoy, but I felt like it was too mean. Yeah, I was thinking, like- You you definitely hesitated because you had to think of a weird enough hobby that wasn't the premise of uh, one of Louisa's many uh, pandemic hobbies. How dare you?
2: I've had all these hobbies my entire life.
1: You've had too many of them. You've also had a lot of lifelong hobbies, too. That's true. All right. I'm going to go back and I'm going to make
0: the same joke, but in the mean way against Louisa. Okay. There we go. Let's hear it
1: get her ass. You
0: you get together to eat corn, and then as soon as they bring up their, uh, collection of uh, hand-drawn t-shirts that are available at the Dire Mushroom Trump on Threadless, (laughs) you just leave.
2: Oh, man, I'm carrying this family apart with my insatiable (laughs) lust for capitalism. (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's capitalism if you're
1: benefiting from your own labor.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but capitalism really gets me with the fact that I make like ten dollars a month doing it. So
1: yeah, you're suffering under <laughs> capitalism from the fact that you do bra- back-breaking art and make ten dollars a month from T-shirt sales. <laughs> you need to exactly. stop breaking people's backs. I think that's a no.
2: There. I have to bust the union. How <laughs> <Do I> understand? <laughs> how dare you <laughs> bust? How dare you criticize you her along. art?
1: <laughs> 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 she breaks backs for the love of the game.
0: Uh-huh, she's a Pinkerton, and I'm a, um... Uh, leftist, a
2: good guy
1: Lefty? Waiting for lefty? <laughs> that's a play about
0: <laughs> unions.
1: I don't think that I know what the Pinkertons were, really, except that they were a detective agency who didn't like uh, socialists.
2: You say were, like they don't still exist, but they absolutely do. Yeah, but like, they're, they they mo- they exist in
1: the... They still exist in the way that, like, cowboys still exist, where, like... That's not what they I'm talking to talking about the
0: FBI, which is scary but true. <laughs>
2: well, they were union busters and stuff, so they would infiltrate and well, be like, "Yeah, I'm just a miner like all you guys, uh, miners. Uh, hey, it's pretty fucked up that we allow black people to be in this mine, right? We shouldn't form a union. We should all fight the black people. That's how it went. Huh. They were
0: they were originally like a private police force that you could yeah. hire to do police work for you, and then they started out mostly doing detective stuff, but then later. Yeah, they did People bust up them to, riots,
2: didn't they? And
0: uh, yeah. protests. They saved Abraham Lincoln's life from an assassination plot. Yeah. Yeah, not the
1: right <laughs> one, <cool>. though.
0: <laughs> well, they only got hired to do the one, Jeff, and they did that one great. <laughs> so. Uh,
1: if only if they had gotten the one that mattered.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. Um. Anyway, well, it would have mattered if they hadn't
1: succeeded, Jeff. Yeah. Is my point. Yeah, oh, fair. Um, I just thought it was yeah. very bad that Andrew Jackson became president during Reconstruction.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. The
2: Pinkertons are bad, but they did do some good stuff sometimes. So <laughs> what is to say, really. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. possible. <laughs> I thought I was going to all- get in trouble with a sound clip where I said I had to bust up a union, but Matt is yeah. out here defending the Pinkertons. Matt's pro-Pinkerton. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It is a good name. <laughs> yeah, that's name. true. Pinkerton is like... It's like calling a big guy tiny. <laughs> like it's such a cute name for people who are whose job it is to but like smash in faces. Oh yeah, they Ugh, they
1: yeah. are they are still around, huh? Yeah, they're owned by a, a larger uh, security services company.
2: I think they're mm-hmm. still doing the same thing where they're going to coffee shops and being like, "Hey, I'm also a barista. We shouldn't start a union." Though, right? I think they're still doing that.
1: Yeah, I I think that I th- I think that Jeff their Bezos actually earned all of that excess profit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, their jobs are more needed than ever. Most of them just work on Twitter. <laughs> uh anyway this was no elon musk deserves to be the richest man who ever lived the pinkerton said oh man
1: that reminds me of a joke i forgot to make earlier about how season three <laughs> of only murders in the building will have guest appearances from elon musk and jeff bezos yeah yeah i
0: mean it might i don't know they, they've been getting worse and worse celebrity guests every
2: season no shut yeah, up. that
1: was the that was why i was gonna do it
2: I like that to me when you said it so quickly, it sounded like only burgers in the building. And now I'm imagining what kind of themed burgers they would have.
0: Yeah, it's a Bob's Burgers only murders (laughs) in the building crossover. (laughs)
2: Oliver's one would just have dip on it and no hamburger patty.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Did you you guys watch the Bob's Burgers movie? It was very good. Don't Mm. like Bob's Burgers, so... It's wild that you don't like Bob's Burgers. It's so good and it has all the comedians you love in it.
1: I, I hate those kids so much, I couldn't get over it. I'm fully ambivalent to Bob's Burgers and as such did not watch the movie. Well, the movie is very
0: funny, and the show is also very funny, and everyone except the two of you like it. <laughs> I mean, how I do don't dislike hates- it. <laughs> how do you get someone who hates Bob's Burgers
1: to realize they're wrong? Uh,
2: how do I make someone hate a cartoon? Is my question? Yeah uh, have it
1: have all the characters be drawn kind of chinless, and you only ever watch it when it's on a- at a friend's house. Yeah,
0: could you make someone hate a cartoon by playing that cartoon whilst like torturing them?
1: Ooh, maybe? Like how ha- like uh a clockwork orange. How <laughs> they made that guy <laughs> yeah, exactly. not horny by torturing him while he watched <laughs> porn. <laughs> Is
0: that what that was about? I've never seen the movie. They were trying to make him not horny. I think
1: they wanted to make him also not do violence like they showed him just like yeah, snuff films be, and like, porno to make quiet. him to make him not horny or violent anymore. Huh. Uh but anyway, yeah, I think that uh I think that if you did like you remember that one april fools day where cartoon network just played the same 7 minute screwy the squirrel cartoon for 24 straight hours without stopping no but no okay. it was in like the late 90s or early 2000s i could yeah, i bad. think that would be a great way to make someone hate it a specific cartoon is the if you is had that you just turn it off <laughs> yeah but like you're a kid streaming doesn't exist yet the internet is really bad what are you going to do but so- watch cartoon network so yeah. your plan to make someone hate a cartoon involves time travel <laughs> you lock them in a cabin and have every tv okay. playing the cartoon you want them to hate and then a killer starts taking out their friends one by one and it could be anyone
0: Ooh. oh my god i love this <laughs> Um, okay, now this is a, this question is genuinely heartbreaking. How to know what guys hate about girls' bedrooms. They don't. They don't have opinions. This <laughs> no, girl, no, no, this no, 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 no. This girl invited is, a guy over to hang out real. in her bedroom, and he was like, no, I don't want to go into your room. And she's like, it must
2: be the room. <laughs> <laughs> I read a great thing about um, uh, the feeling of spaces and decorating once. That was mm. like, you never want to... You never want to have your room make it clear that this is just your space and there's no space for anyone else in it. For instance, covering your bed with stuffed animals. Bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Having a mattress on the floor. This is what it's usually, guys, with no bed frame. Also bad. I will say that there
0: have been some girls' bedrooms that I've been in where everything has, like, ruffles and frills on it in a way where you feel like you can't touch anything, and that's not great.
2: Yeah. I. Yeah, basically, you need to make it be like, I intended for another person to come into this room and see all these things. Yeah. Yes. I. uh, I just honestly. I don't.
1: I think if a person's, like, living space is put together in a way that feels intentional and is not, like, just dirty and sloppy, then it's fine, and you should get over your opinions of it even if you don't like it you like that person
0: that's true but i think this question is more about it's from
1: the opposite side yeah like
0: and and like it's it's a totally valid opinion to go into a space and be like i don't feel comfortable here yeah (laughs) yeah that's true um and i think that that does happen a lot with bedrooms especially because i mean it depends on the relationship you have with this person if it's like oh, well, we're in my bedroom because we may be about to have sex. That's a very different thing than like, oh, well, we're studying in yeah. here or whatever.
1: Yeah, studying is also yeah. about to have sex, though. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's just code.
1: <laughs> that's, you're about to have sex, but you live with your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, but like, either way, as Louisa said, if you're inviting somebody into your room, you want to do something to show that you want them to be comfortable. Like, in a person's bedroom is such an uncomfortable space normally because you feel like you're intruding, so you need to counteract that in some way. Mm. Yeah.
2: It needs to be neutral ground in a certain sense, and that doesn't mean you can't customize it to your liking, but Mm. it needs to have a feeling that it could be neutral ground also.
0: Here's what you should do. Here's what you do. Go ahead. Before anyone even comes in, you put a line of tape down the middle of the uh, room. I'm like, gonna suggest that. <laughs> God damn it, Matt! And you put your stuff on one side, and then uh-huh. the other stuff. You put a sign that says "Your stuff here?" Question mark. Yeah,
2: that's great for a one-night stand. That really yeah. sets a great uh, impression of what kind exactly. of person you are. <laughs>
0: yep. Because if you put quotes around the word "stuff,"
1: then it becomes an innuendo. <laughs> yeah. You- you stuffed, question mark? No, Jeff, no! <laughs> no, it's- that that's was- cu- different- That was good, actually. a
0: completely different sign! <laughs> it, that's
1: not the sign I said. <laughs> it was a, uh, it's a- uh, it's- slight modification. You could have, like, an overlay.
0: No, you have- you have one of those, like, uh, sandwich board things outside. Mm, and it says- and it says your stuff here, but then there's one of those transparency overlays that you can flip over with quotation marks around stuff. And then you do that when it's a sexual thing.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hold on a minute. I just have to flip this sign so you get what mm-hmm. message. Hey, I'm you me. get it? Are you interested in coming into my bedroom? No? What about
1: now? <laughs> crinkle, 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 <laughs> crinkle.
2: <laughs> Let me show you my PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Wow, I'm super interested now. Thanks powerpoint am i right <laughs> <laughs> thank you for explaining point by point why i should be horny right now mm-hmm.
0: i genuinely if somebody i mean i am a happily married man but genuinely <laughs> when i was single if somebody wanted to seduce me and they did a powerpoint presentation about it i would be i think that would be a great way to go <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: if they- so this is very specific <laughs> advice that you're giving, because for <laughs> most people that's not good. No, I'm saying I bet
1: a lot of people would be into Yeah, that. they have I to bet. seduce you in the marketplace of ideas using facts and logic. hmm
0: <laughs> How to make a cherry
1: phosphate.
2: I have no I have- idea. Jeff, over to, <clears throat> over to
1: you. Over to me? Yeah, I have sodas. no goddamn idea what that is. You make sodas all the time. Yeah, yeah Jeff loves sodas. I soda. carbonate water and then Put some kind of goo in it. I don't know what a cherry phosphate is. You're giving us instructions right now. Go. Okay. I guess you get cherry phosphate mix and put it in something. (laughs) Uh, A phosphate is a type of beverage with a tangy or sour flavor.
2: Is it phosphorus? What the hell is it? Uh, You just put some phosphorus right into it. Doesn't that do something where it takes uh, calcium out of your bones? Phosphoric. Or does it help? Phosphoric acid. Uh, yeah, or doesn't it dissolve your bones? Bone ash. <laughs>
1: cool. Calcium phosphate. Uh, so step one, kill an animal. Uh, Coca-Cola is a Burn phosphate. Bones. Still, to this day? Uh, I do. Uh, yes, it uses phosphoric acid.
2: Oh,
0: strange. So you just need cherry syrup and acid phosphate, and then you mm-hmm. put it into carbonated uh, water. I have I citric
2: acid. Can I do it that way? Can I make a
0: sour
1: cherry... No, because that's a ch- that's a cherry citrusate. <laughs> the original okay. acid phosphate has around the same pH as freshly squeezed lime juice, so you can huh. uh make the equivalent uh acidic that's basic
0: just a lime ricky is that a lime ricky <laughs> no lime,
1: raspberry r- lime, lime lime ricky is oh, my friend who gets me bootleg sneakers. <laughs>
2: Live Ricky with me. A good
1: name. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Live Ricky, Two Fingers, Larry, All Trucks, Tony. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man,
1: the whole the gag's all here to have a couple of phosphates and really get down to business.
0: Do you think that if somebody opened an old timey soda shop in a city today, it would be popular? Oh, and people would like absolutely
2: it? for yeah. three months. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the thing. Problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I live in a college town, and on Main Street, there are certain cursed restaurants, which are very small and have, like, space for one table. I love
0: that you corrected cursed to cursed. No,
2: I said accursed.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Even better. Uh,
2: uh, Cursed, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's important that these are small little restaurants that are, like, in high traffic areas, because everyone's like, I am going to make a cereal restaurant. I am going to make a restaurant that just sells grilled cheeses. And everyone succeeds there for like three months.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it, it's the perfect scheme. You get a bunch of startup money. Uh, you run a business that never turns a profit while paying yourself a high salary, and then you get out of town. Yeah, get out I- of town. Yeah, you you take you promise everyone that there will be seventy six trombones having a big parade.
0: Yep. Is that what the music man was finally- about? <laughs> yeah. What? Sure. It- yeah, he comes into town and sells everyone musical instruments and then leaves before the instruments are delivered, okay. but oh, then he falls God. in
1: love with uh, Debbie Reynolds or something. And he he asks the teacher how to not have such a working class accent. Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> She's a librarian. There's like a big song and dance number about how you should be horny in a library. That's oh, well, Mary, you're <laughs> an old maid!
2: I haven't seen the movie. I have seen It's a Wonderful Life, but not that one. Of course. I haven't seen the movie, but I think the woman is, it's definitely not Debbie Reynolds, but it's someone who's a mother on a sitcom, right? Yes,
0: it is, yes. Okay. You're right that okay. it's not Debbie Reynolds, but I don't remember who it is. But okay. it's another actress in the same vein. Fair enough. And finally. Mm. Oh, here it is. How to improve a hated job. Quit. Oh, man.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, what about if you just start doing a really bad job? Added. Mm, yeah, that's also an, an I didn't option prove it for
2: you. <laughs> and then, if you get fired, you didn't mind so much anyway because you hated that job.
0: Yeah, just do like in Office Space. Get uh, Mike O'Malley. No, Mike yes. McShane. Oh. No,
2: that's right. Yeah. right.
0: Mike O'Malley is the guy from uh, Global Guts or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, get yeah, Mike McShane to hypnotize you into being way cooler than you are.
1: Is that what that movie is about? Uh, yeah. So yes, then he
2: dies and he can't ever change it back.
1: Exactly. Yes. I think people miss the premise of that movie yeah, being he that did. he's hypnotized into being chill but not brought out of the hypnosis.
0: Yeah. Right. But then it just wears off after a while, I guess? No, it doesn't. Ever. <laughs> That's the no, point. No, it does. It does because then he suddenly has a freak out
1: after they cut, put together their plan to steal money. Oh, I guess he what? does eventually do too much stressful stuff. Yeah. Y- okay. I mean,.
2: I think he has; he still has a reasonable uh, idea of self-preservation. But then at the end, when they realize they're not going to jail and all that, he's just chill with being a guy who works worker. on the side of the highway or something. Yeah, that's right. He
1: becomes yeah. a, a construction worker.
2: Yeah, and he's fine with that.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's fine in a hypnotized way. He's just fine in a like maybe working with your hands is a is an okay way to live kind of way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who is there's that other guy who Dietrich Bader? Uh, Batman. I have people skills. While well, he's getting fired, who I oh, that I guy. thought you meant initially? Oh yeah. uh, When you said Mike McShane, but he's just a different no. like fat comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: character actor. Yeah. Uh,
1: anyway, I like Michael McShane. He was uh he was on the whose line is it that I preferred to watch as a child. Yeah, the and mm-hmm. I
0: like Dietrich Bader. He's one of the better Batman voices in cartoons. Agreed. Is he a
2: Batman? Yeah,
1: he voiced yeah, it in the, the very silly one, and he voices it in Harley British Quinn. The bold and oh. Harley Quinn.
2: I thought when it was a cartoon, it was always that one guy whose name I don't remember.
0: Kevin Conroy. It is yeah. usually, but he retired, and then he came out of retirement for a couple things. But oh, okay. I think now the preferred voice for Batman in all cartoons is Dietrich Bader going forward. Yeah.
1: I, think, well, for him. I think Kevin Conroy came back for multiverses again Yeah, uh, to voice Batman in that very weird game.
0: I actually quite like the idea of a slow transition, like a a passing of the torch from Kevin (laughs) Conroy to Dietrich Bader, where they
1: they both are for a little while. I like that. I I like that Kevin Conroy got to play Bruce Wayne in live action exactly once, and I feel like now it's okay for him to retire.
0: Yes, agreed. Also, he's so old, but he's so good at everything.
1: Is he, I think, is he gay? I don't know. I think he might I don't be gay. Think it matters. No, I don't think it matters either, but I I do think that that No, actually, I changed my mind. I do think it matters because Oh, uh controversial uh-oh. the voice the voice of Batman being gay I think would be very meaningful to a lot of people. If it's
2: known, but the trouble is it's not known
1: even by you nerds. Who no, he is. I was right. He is gay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh and he was he was like openly gay within the Hollywood community at the time that the Batman cartoon came out. Sounds it good. Came yeah. out. Sorry. Did not mean a pun. Mm.
0: <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. <laughs> if you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And please tell your friends about the show so we can continue to grow our audience. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. Or you can uh, message us to join our Discord. And then you can talk to us directly. You just need to message
1: us on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online. Uh, I'm also online. You can go to weaponizedlanguage.com. Uh, if you want to read more about Kevin Conroy's experience being a gay actor playing Batman, you can read the twenty twenty two sorry twenty twenty one DC Pride anthology. Uh, maybe the twenty twenty two one. Anyway, there is only two of them uh, because DC has not cared about gay people until recently.
0: Well, at All right.
1: least they got yeah, there, he, yes. he wrote a autobiographical comic about it. So go read that; it's pretty good. I remember having read it; I liked it.
2: Nice. Okay, and you can talk to me online at, louisa at mastodon.xyz.
0: All right, thanks everyone for listening to the show. If you liked it, please come back next week, but in the meantime, do not forget that if it's not Matt, it's
1: not worth it. I don't know if other people are going to be into it.
2: I'm the best around! <laughs>